This is Berenson Bond, episode 60. We're going to get into several things before we dive into it. This is how this specific episode is going to go. I The first section will be some research on herbicides, followed by my personal thoughts on a little bit of research on COVID. Then there's going to be a conversation with the kids and me. Then we're just going to jam out with some music. That's how it's going to go down. So before we get into it, right now, let's just vibe for a second. Okay, here we go. So two things have been on my mind. So, and on top of this, this is going to be covering atrazine and glyphosate, which are two of the most used herbicides in the country and the world. Currently, there's 4 billion pounds of glyphosate used worldwide annually. Okay. In the 1970s, glyphosate replaced atrazine. There is a direct to non-direct feature component to it that impacts the shikimate pathway in our bodies and eating it in all the plants at high toxicity levels sprayed with it, which means we internally get changed the more it's sprayed on the plants that we consume, okay? What it does when it's sprayed is it also, it's specifically sprayed on seeds that are non-GMO so that they can then be sprayed with it and by spraying them with it it removes the plant's ability to create amino acids which is why we eat them we want those amino acids the microbiome in our gut becomes damaged from the toxicity levels and they allow that damage through just imagine it, you're ingesting everything it damages the lining of your stomach and then it's just released into your body. Going further still, let's say you have a, let's pretend you have a grandpa and you're a dad and now you have kids. All right, generationally. So there's proven generational epigenetic transfer of these chemical issues, which hit the second generation with depression, ADHD, autism mood disorders, neurological problems, sleep issues, etc. Generation 1, which consumed 
glyphosate first, received no significant damage. Right? Let's say that's us. We're Gen 1. We consumed a lot of it. Starting, if you're my age, you're 41, like me, you started eating a ton of it in middle school and high school. That's when it was really released. No significant damage, right? That I can tell. I'm a little slow, as everybody knows, but generation two, R, that means now, our kids. They actually get the impact of all the metabolic damage. Then the third generation in, right? They absorb all the cumulative damage and issues stemming from the generational exposure. So let's back up, let's say grandpa or our parents got mostly the atrazine and some of the glyphosate. Then us, it gets into us, and then our kids have a collective amount of higher different learning issues and abilities. And they've proven that this is what we've been eating. So that's why I'm reading this. That's why I think about it. Okay. In 1992, glyphosate was starting to be sprayed directly onto wheat, thus getting into every single processed food that makes up most of the standard American diet. This is when the gluten sensitivity epidemic began, as well as wide increases in PCOS. A lot of people, like I've mentioned in other podcasts, aren't specifically gluten sensitive, but... The glyphosate toxicity, which is on the wheat products and other pesticides, are endocrine disrupting. So you say, ah, what does that even mean? The endocrine system is the chemical messenger system that comprises loops of feedback from hormones kicked out by, they're kicked out directly into the circulatory system, into your blood into all the organs straight from mostly your thyroid and your adrenal glands. That's us. Your adrenals sitting right on top of your kidneys, just excreting the chemicals into your blood that's going to get to your organs. Invertebrates, hey, that's us, backbones. The hypothalamus is the neural control center for all endocrine systems. And if you wanted to know, endocrinology is the branch of internal medicine and that's the study of that system so back to glyphosate it damages the gut lining as i said before and that gut lining is a thin layer of cells between your gut and your entire internal body which allows all the chemicals we're eating directly into our bodies unguarded it is responsible for the massive uptick in many autoimmune problems that have compounded generationally over time. One of which is fatty liver, chronic kidney disease, testosterone drops, fertility drops, PCOS, and all those are directly attributable to glyphosate. It's a big rise in dudes getting more testosterone, people having problems getting babies. My own mom has fatty liver disease. She thought that was only for alcoholics. Negative. I didn't know it at the time, but now I do. She's like, I don't even drink. And I said, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Still not a doctor. All right. 
Carrying on. I know. Good times. Here we go. Suicide and depression. I'm trying to show the link of the gut health. Glyphosate also changes serotonin and dopamine reception in the brain. 90% of serotonin is made in the gut lining. 50% of your body's dopamine also made in the gut. Everybody loves dopamine. That's that dopamine hitter I've talked about that we all get from phones, screens, and you're just getting flooded with it. But that's what makes us feel good. That's why we keep doing those things. But when you have a damaged gut lining, you can't even produce it as well, let alone absorb it, which leads to not feeling so good. Okay, so what can we do about it? Well, one way um, is to get the benefit of separate subject, but it does help with all these processes. Something I've read about, listened to about. I'll just put some thoughts here. So there's a doctor, Peter Atia, which I listened to. He's done a ton of research. He's trying to find a way to prescribe fasting amounts to allow your body to have its own resilience in the best way possible. But you can't nail it with tests that exist in a way to prescribe amounts. You know, it's hard to say, oh, if you just fast for a day, that's good for you. Oh, you should just eat within a certain window. Or this person should fast for three days every three months. Or maybe you should do six days twice a year or once a year. It's He's trying to get there. There is benefits, but not knowing exactly what to give each person makes it hard to understand what's best without your own personal experimentation. So what it does is when you fast, if you fast long enough and properly, you'll induce autophagy. And what that does is it preserves normal cell functions and reduces undisposed damaged cell buildup. So if you have all these cells that are damaged, they start to collect, they pile up in the corner, and if no one gets rid of them, this is going to be a problem. So autophagy comes in with the big vacuum, gets them out of there. Uh, what it also does, this process also degrades adipose tissue. Belly fat is an example. It causes triglycerides to go down, and again, there's no way to prescribe the one-fits-all. So on Peter Tia's podcast, he talked with Eileen White for a long time in detail on this. So that is where you should go to listen to that conversation. So what it also does, the process, there's definitely a benefit of doing this to reducing insulin sensitivity by fasting longer each day or for longer periods broken up by months or multiple months. Um, if you decide, hey, I'm going to try eating whenever you, you know, 12 to 8, 10 to 6, 8 to 2, something like that that gives you 16 hours to digest if you're going to eat every day. That's one way. Or another way is to say, hey, I want to eat whenever. I'll just fast a day a week or every other week. You know, experiment with yourself. See what happens. There's a drug out there that everybody knows, such as metformin, which what it does is 
it allows blood sugar levels to be modified. And what they do is it's trying to kick in this insulin sensitivity forcefully. That's what metformin does. But by doing it, blunt force it interferes with your ability to absorb B12. Right? So if you're taking metformin to deal with insulin sensitivity, then you can't absorb B12, which doesn't allow you to have healthy blood levels, which then doesn't allow you to combat your insulin sensitivity. Cycle, I know. So metformin is commonly prescribed for diabetes and also PCOS in order to help with the insulin sensitivity, which is two conditions, which is what these two conditions have in common. And what that is, what is insulin sensitivity? I keep reading it. I've said it before. It's when your body does not respond naturally to insulin and the cells won't absorb it. So it just leaves it in the blood. And this hanging out in the bloodstream over time causes the diabetes, which is basically blood full of glucose that did not get into the cells because they weren't responding to the insulin saying, hey, you should probably go in those cells sometime. And instead of helping our bodies by fasting or other ways, then to get more insulin sensitive, we take metformin or we get insulin shots. So now you're just flooding the system with more insulin, creating a worse cycle. But that is the way it helps for now, but it just gets worse over time. Okay, good stuff, right? All right, so continuing with the bad news before we get to the fun stuff. Uh, there is, speaking of those herbicides, getting flooded from monocrop industry into the Mississippi River. We're going to talk about a fun section called Good Old Cancer Alley. It is an area along the Mississippi River between Baton Rouge and New Orleans. And in 1987, the residents of one street in St. Gabriel, Louisiana, primarily black and low income, noticed the abundance of cancer cases in their community. And Cancer Alley became the new name for Jacob's Drive. As similar incidences became more and more prevalent in surrounding areas, the quote-unquote alley grew to encompass an 85-mile stretch along the Mississippi River. And in 1969, DuPont opened a plant to manufacture chloroprene, which is the main ingredient in neoprene. And in 2015, five short years ago, it was sold to a Japanese chemical company called Denka. And the early, the area immediately adjacent to Denka um, in that parish had been recognized by the EPA as having the likelihood of getting cancer from air pollution over only 700 times the national average. And in that area, there's chronic disease in 52% of kids, 75% of, of adults. That's in that area, and that, act that number actually straddles all of the U.S. And these couple notes are from, and I'm going to post links to several of these conversations that I'm taking snip snippets from, but that stood out to me when I heard it. So in one of them, when Dr. Zach Bush was talking to another gentleman 
that he was just mentioning that there's huge, you know, so like when I drive to Houston, you see these giant medical centers and one of them is the Children's Medical Center, which is new and it's just, it's like a city, just buildings and buildings and buildings. All these huge medical centers dedicated to the problems that all these other issues cause, but not dedicating a downtown to deal with the root issues, which is what he's trying to do. And others amongst them, but he's kind of one big advocate that I follow. And you want to think, you know, what can we do about it? You know, think of think of all your friends, family, kids, neighbors, friends as you talk to wherever they are. What's even me? What's your behavior like? The learning abilities, their speech, cognition, attention. There's so many confounding factors such as food, sleep, stress, playing outside, drinking water. You know, all these little steps lead us to a healthier existence, which will lead to a more realized life, not impeded by physical, then mental setbacks. Now we've got an 85 or 6-year-old grandfather who's been riddled with disease for we're talking 40 plus years half of a lifespan trapped inside a body that can't do much i'm afraid that could be me if you know bar- you know barring nothing happens to me catastrophically but if you have some control i want to not i want to you know, hey, just boop, I'm dead later, but I was riding my bike earlier. That'd be the way to go. That'd be good times. All right, so to close this section out, uh, my thoughts on GMO plants, like I said, going skipping back to GMO, they're not bad themselves, but it's what they're sprayed with. And the same reason for eating organic, you want those dark leafy greens, we get them from a local farm, they're actually super dark. You put them next to romaine or cabbage from the store and you put it's like drastically darker. That's when you know they're full of all that good amino acids, magnesium, vitamins, minerals. And those things we're not getting, I guess, in mass because us Americans, we're the worst hit by COVID, which is ironically driving a lot of us at home and quarantining to eat more of the quick and easy processed foods, not be as active, driving us to more underlying condition creation of what it's the worst for. Right. Okay, so we've all heard that taking vitamin D is the way to go. Yes, that's definitely the way to go. But why? So what vitamin D does is if you have a proper amounts, you're taking it. What it's going to do is reinforce the ACE2 receptors, which is what COVID bonds to in order to inject its RNA and spread. So if you have proper vitamin D levels, it reinforces those receptors, which are highly in the lungs and other epithelial areas. And it's going to strengthen and it does maintenance on the cell junctions it strengthens the cell's immunity 
by reducing cytokine storms and all those things will defend against viruses, basically. But you can't actually absorb vitamin D unless you're taking magnesium, which we don't often hear about. And most of us are not getting magnesium if you're not taking a supplement like the calm bot, you know, the calm powder that's in those Pringles looking boxes that our kids take. Or you can also get it by dark, dark leafy greens. Those mag- that magnesium allows your body to actually absorb the vitamin D to put it into place. Another reason is if you're drink- eating an extremely low fat diet, vitamin D is fat soluble. You also not absorb it. If you're eating the fat, you're like, yeah, I'm getting my fat. But then you're also carrying it with that whole boatload of sugar. It's also going to reject itself. So doubling down on it definitely will help. But if you want the most absorption, you're going to need that magnesium to make it happen. So that being said, about the science now onto the real life. The day-to-day what's in my head and this whole podcast is like a cyclone of this is what it's like to be in my head thinking about all this being with kids being outside doing work all at the same time so I could have broke it up into several pieces but that's not how it is that's that's too easy break it apart and say that oh I guess got that snippet no this is all of this is what it's like in a day that's why I'm going to put all this together all right so another thought The reality of dealing with our current times is, you know, we're all coping with the new chance at designing a life, if that's even possible, or being forced to. Coping with the change, which is always around the corner. And I ask myself, did I really think I'd have no more problems? Was I not aware, as I reminisce of better or worse times, that there's been a long string of change every five years throughout my whole life, sometimes fast or slow. I keep reminding myself of that. Every time you sit back and say, oh, remember the days, remember that time? Yeah, this is going to be one of those times. And all the other ones that happened before, it just moves on. So, of those problems, you know, there's always an opportunity to take a closer look. So most often, most often when I'm angry or moody, if I stand and pay attention long enough, it's me I'm upset at, as I've had a hand in it fully. And facing that spurs more frustration than a calm toward forward-facing change to deal with it. So one way is thinking more holistically about health and life, which is where I usually start, because that's our main defense against the collection of common issues. So what I did recently is I made a list. I was sitting down, I was looking at Vic Lee, which is this this amazing artist in England. He uses pens and markers and does these massive murals. If you look them up, just Vic Lee, he did just huge installations and a lot of for a lot of big businesses but most recently he's doing his second corona diary which he just put into artistic way all of his emotions and feelings and situations onto the page and it's a beautiful book i haven't ordered it yet but i will soon 
But, you know, you've got the highs and the lows, the anger, the happiness, you know, all this, this is just a shift. So for me personally, I wrote a long list of cons and a long list of pros. I suggest you do the same. I was going to read it, but it's personal, so I'm not. But I would say it's a good exercise to do because you'd be surprised, as I was, that a lot of the cons are also on the pros. And then if you go back, depends on how you feel, you're going to put one on the other side. All right, so if you haven't fallen asleep yet, now we're going to hang with the kids and then we're going to go out with some music. Goodbye. Okay. Hello, kids. How you doing? Good. Fine. Awesome. Sounds super pumped. Today is Tuesday, November 3rd, Election Day. Who is running for president today? Officially. Biden. That's right. And who else? Donald Dump. Ooh. Donald Pump. Oh, are you serious? Donald, Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. And who are you going for? Biden. And how about you? Who did you? Who would you vote for? If you were old enough to vote. Biden. 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 Eric is going for Donald Trump. Who? Eric. That's right. Some people go for different people. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Biden is going to be the winner. And just because someone doesn't agree with everything you agree with does not mean they cannot be your friend. Let's Mm -hmm. go back to the more normal podcast, please. This is 100% normal. So... (laughs) Okay, my first question is, hey, tell me about those LOL dolls. Tell me about the LOL Biggie Pet. There's lots of toys inside that. It's big? Yeah. What was inside that animal's butt? Bags. Bags of what? Toys. Well, tell me. What did you get? Okay, first of all, what is it called? LOL Surprise Biggie Pet. LOL surprise biggie pet. Uh-huh. And how many surprises? Um like twelve or eleven, I have no idea. Yeah. Oh, and we also got some litter boxes with some poop. Yeah, and inside the litter box was more toys? Uh no. It was just sand. Colored sand. Kinetic sand, by the way. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And you got to unbox it. You mean um, tear the bags open and see it? Yep. And we did it at the park? Yeah, and you didn't let me have a carpet. (laughs) You had a camping chair. Um, I think it's called a paint design um, holder thingy in my bopper chair. Oh, okay. Diego, how you been? How did you like today? No school today. How do Careful. What do you mean, how did I like today? How did you like? It's not over. How did you like? It's not over. The day so far. That doesn't Good. matter. It does matter. We had an awesome day. We took our walk. We didn't have an awesome day. We're having an awesome day. I like your style. I like how you think. The day's not over. Exactly. We still have till 12 p.m. and then the day's over. Oh. Then you can say we had an amazing day. You know what I love about the room right now? It's awesome. There's awesome party lights going on all day long Woo-hoo. right now. House party lights. Boom. House party lights. I love it. Celebration lights going on in I here all day long. I know what to do. 
I'll turn off the lights. I got it right here. How about that? That's mine. Even better. Party lights all morning. Okay, go back to our podcast. <laughs> We're at it. Diego, what is exactly in your mind right now? You're level 101 or 2? 1. You're 101, season 3, Fortnite. No, season 4. I see how much I got that. Season 4, Fortnite. Season 4, chapter 2. Oh my gosh. Season 4. We're, okay, goodbye. Season four, chapter two, Fortnite update, post Halloween update, skeleton skin, fishy head, my bobber. And I don't know. How's it feel? Fine. I want to know. You were you were thinking about that pack for months. Not for months. It felt until like you months. mentioned that I could have that deal. Then I started thinking about it. Well, you were talking about it a lot, and then we did a trade. You gave me all those millions of thousands of Halloween candy. <laughs> In exchange, I bought all of your candies. Yeah, I love buying bags of candies. You know why? So I can shoot it swish into the trash can and give you $20. Oh, come on. And you bought that pack, which you wanted so bad. And how did it feel when you were thinking about something so long and then you finally got it? How did it feel? Good. How long did it feel good? For like an hour or 30 minutes. Oh, and how long did you think about it before you got it? Uh, Monday to Saturday. Oh, mm, I think it was more than that. No, Monday to Saturday. I think it was like a week or two, but I have no idea what you're talking about. Like a week. Okay, you know those skins where he's like in skeleton clothes on the video game? Uh, where it has a fishy head or a hamburger head? I think that's head? called Fortnite. Yeah. Point is, you were thinking about something that was going to make you feel so good. You were thinking about a minute. For 30 minutes. No, you were thinking like two or three weeks. Two or three is awesome. You're and that definitely, felt good for like 30 minutes. And it felt good for 30 minutes. Which is kind of, I think, half an hour. Yeah. Sometimes that happens. You sometimes think about something so long. You think it's going to be awesome and so much. You think you're going to leave your feeling of whatever behind in the dust. You're going to feel awesome from then on. You got it. And then 30 minutes later, you're like, man, I've had this, this still for feels a long good. Time. I've had it for a long time. I kind of feel the same. And guess what? What if you felt awesome before that? And then you think you're going to yeah. feel more awesome. You go back to feeling awesome. So just be conscious about how you feel. You know. Okay, Fia. You know what else I like? We're doing our weekend journeys with parents. You're sometimes you're with mom, sometimes Are you're with me. Are you ever to talk to me? Yeah, I'm talking to you right now. Are we talking to you? Tell me. Anything About you want. What? Tell me anything you want. Hi. Bye. Okay, yeah, uh-huh. No, seriously, tell me about your 80 drawings. You've done 80 drawings. Uh, tell me. I, I think I've done 80, but I think I've done plenty more. Which was your favorite pictures? You said pictures. Oh, the pictures. Which pictures were your favorite to draw? You said pictures. Yeah, pictures. Which Well, you have one favorite? No, I have all of them are my favorite to draw. I know. Which ones were your favorites that you can think about? All my favorites are all. Okay, which ones did you do you like right now that you think about? 
If you think of all your drawings, which one are the first ones you think of? All. No, that's impossible. <laughs> Tell me two that you can think of right now. All. That's not an answer. You can't think of 80 things at once. You mean um, like 100? You can't think of 100 <laughs> things at once. Here, stop knocking it. <laughs> Are we done yet? Are you I serious like, yet? I love them all. Really? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Diego, tell me your joke. One joke. Oh, okay. can I tell the other one? Yes. yes. Okay. Um, does it have to be Halloween? It can, can be it any be? joke you want. All right. Uh, warning, it's going to be a dad joke. Oh, I do love dad jokes. You know why? Because I'm a dad. Okay. Ha ha. Right, see how good that was? You see that? I was, see how I tied that in? See how I made that extra funny? Because I'm a dad. You see? Okay, go ahead. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's see. I'm like trying to think of one. Okay. Why didn't the skeleton... Um, go on the roller coaster? Why? Why? Because he didn't have the gut. <gasps> oh! Oh, my okay. turn! All right, let's hear yours. But, um, ching! But don't answer the thing. Just say why. Okay. Okay. What's and, and I... Don't lean forward. Just say What right. and a ghost's nose? You said that a million times. What? What? Wow, good job. Okay, Sophia, would you please sing me a Halloween song? No. Come on. Five little pumpkins sitting on a porch. Okay. Is that the one? Five little pumpkins? Five little uh, pumpkins sitting how on goes. a porch. How does it go? The first one no, that... said, there's witches in the air. <laughs> the second not... one said, Diego. well, we Diego, don't do care. The third one that? said, let's... Let's run and run and run. And the lights went out and they <laughs> rolled to the house. That is not how it goes. Da-dum. Good it audible. It actually goes like. Hey, we're right here. We're right here. Five little pumpkins sitting on a gate. The first one said, oh my, it's getting late. The second one said, there are witches in the air. The third one said, but we don't care. The fourth one said, let's run and run and run. The fifth one said, we're ready for some fun. Who went the wind and out went the light. And the five little pumpkins rolled out of sight. That's, I knew it was like that. I just. Ooh, good job, good job. Very good, very good. Are we doing yet? You saw my clapping. Are we doing yet? Okay. I want to know exactly if I said, I'll give you two whole days, do whatever you want, eat whatever you want, go wherever you want. Wear whatever you want. Tell me your... Uh, Diego first. Tell me your days, how you would do it. Okay. And then you're going to tell I'll me how you would I'll play video games all day. No, tell, first, what time are you waking up? 
Mm, one in the morning. Whoa, okay. And then? Um, getting a donut. <laughs> okay. And some milk. Okay. And then play video games. And and then when I take breaks, um, I'll go like, let's see, where would I go? I would go to, I don't really know where I would go. Um, and then, yeah, basically play video games most of the day. I gave you two days. Most of the days. And oh. I would stay up all night, no sleep. Okay, are you gonna you gonna eat anything else? You gonna go anywhere else? Mm, I can't really think of anything else where I would go. Even, wait, wait, wait! Even after all these journeys we've made on Sundays, there's nowhere you would leave. You're a, just pretending. Maybe like that. the farmers market or something. Okay. How about farmers Boston Zoo? Wait, wait, wait! It's his turn first. So you're gonna mm. go to the farmers market to get what? Mm, just look around because they have a, everybody's selling random stuff. So. I think I smell a folly pop in your future. Would you get one of those? Of course, who wouldn't? Oh, okay, you forgot about the folly pop. Oh, yeah! Well, they're at the farmer's market. That was cool, because we stumbled across a fancy French dessert, and mmm, 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 so good. Oh, yeah! You crack a ball of chocolate that explodes on it's top liquid. of caramel onto a teeny tiny piece of soft bread. There's it's so not really soft. It's not so, well. There's so many choices of the little bread basket thingy. Then you can put different sauce inside, and then on top you get a ball with a little exploding chocolate or caramel or strawberry thing that pours over the little piece of bread, and you drink it with a warm latte. Ah, so good. Okay, Are my turn. Okay. okay, wait. And then you're gonna go to sleep. Never is that the plan? You're just. Staying up. You just staying games. up the whole night. You fall asleep when you you just pass out. If I do pass out, but I would try and stay up. So you're just gonna pass out on the floor of the couch here, wake up the next second day, and then what? Do it again? Basically, do the same thing I did last time. Hmm. Interesting. My turn. Okay. Very good. Very good. Probably okay. go eat at like a burger place or something. Ooh, burger place. Oh, oh, you gotta oh, eat to have energy for the games, right? My turn. Okay, Fia. Are we done yet? Yeah, well, you gotta listen to Sophia's chance. Okay, so tell me, when are you waking up? Breakfast? Where are you going? What are you doing? Okay. Two whole days. Okay. Okay, let's hear. Hey, hey, hey. I'll wake up super early, like um. I I don't know time, so I'm just gonna say a regular normal time. I'll wake up at one in the morning. Okay. Is that early? Pretty early, but that's fine. Super early. Okay. And then I'll eat um some donuts and drink some milk. Mm-hmm. And then. I'll draw, 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 and then for lunch I'll have some candy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then um, I'll draw, 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 and then um, 
I'll also go to, oh, and then for the rest of the day, I'll shop, 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 I'll shop, and shop, and then the next day I'll just draw for an hour, and then um, shop for an hour, then draw for an hour, then shop for an hour, then draw for an hour, then shop for an hour, then draw for an hour. Okay, you got I, it. And at dinner time, I'll drink some... I'll drink some water and I'll have um, uh, some cereal. Hmm. Okay. And that, and then for, and then the the next day I'll just do the same exact. Okay. I have a question for a trick question. Are we done yet? No. Quit asking. So if I said if I let you have those days for all of the days. How long do you think before you got bored of those days? Oh. How long before you said, oh, no more shopping or no more drawing? And you would say, I'm definitely not playing video games anymore. Got to do something else. Um, How many days do you think it would be? Maybe like three or four, maybe five months. Whoa. <laughs> I think like um, five months. All right. I think maybe like, four and a half. Okay. Um, maybe like two months and a half. Two months and a half. Okay. That's a short amount of time. That's actually a long time. It's a lot of drawing, a lot of shopping. That's a lot of video gaming. I'm still. Do it's awesome. Music. No, don't do that. I don't oh my god! Yet. Look at that. Huh? Okay, your favorite question of the century. I am being facetious, if you're not aware. Please tell me your rose and your thorn right now. Wait, what's a rose and your thorn? You'll see. Uh, My rose. I'm not even going to specify about what. Tell me your rose and your thorn. My rose that I have the opportunity to play video games today, even though it's on a weekday. Mm-hmm. And the thorn is that it's only this day, and then it's going to go back to normal. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, Sophia, your turn. So your rose and your, and your thorn means tell me something that you really love. Which is your about rose. what's happening right now. That's the rose. And then a thorn is something that you don't like that's happening right now. Oh, oh, oh. Well, my rose is that um, I have a new toy and I can draw and watch TV. But my thorn is that tomorrow is school. (laughs) (laughs) And that is why we're going to end it right here. Wait, what? Adios. I love you both. Thanks for hanging out. Goodbye. Okay. Okay. Bye.